Welcome to Cutting to the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. And today we're talking about Lost City of Atlantis. Is it real? Is it not? Is it in Africa? What was Poseidon doing with his wife in that tower? Who can say? <laughs> yeah. Should we run through some new and returning yeah. listeners, please? Oh, Nigeria I saw then. Abakuta. Arlington, Texas, uh, Milfred, oh, the state's back, where's DE? Delaware. Delaware, I know it's in Delaware before on there. Burlington, NC, North Carolina, Chaguanas, Trinidad and Tobago, uh, Brian in Ohio, Brian in Ohio, Uh, Sydney, Australia, San Francisco, California, Rabat in Morocco, Durban, South Africa, Lidcombe, Australia, Chennai, India, Bengaluru, I've seen you before, Mandalay, Young City in the Philippines, into the top ten, Benton, Arizona, it's been a while since I've done it, Arkansas, Arkansas, shit, <laughs> Telford in the United Kingdom, and then Hudson in... NH? New Hampshire. I was going to say North Haverbrook, but that's from The, <laughs> that's from the Simpsons yeah, with a monorail. <laughs> Portugalville in Missouri, Shady Nasty in New York, and West Jordan, I'm going for Utah. Yeah. That, yeah. Thank you very much. Hope you've yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, thank you. Tell a friend. Tell a lover. <laughs> Tell multiple lovers if you're that lucky. <laughs> mm. Alright, so we'll, we'll do some weird news and then we'll crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's topic won't take long 20 minutes half an hour tops let's get the boys views on this week's weird news okay first one the fbi are investigating a pilot's report of a guy in a jetpack flying at 3000 <laughs> feet in air near planes at lax oh, yes it's the rocketeer yeah. I mean, that's just awesome. I love it. Very it James Bond. Could be the Black Bond. Manta. <laughs> it could be the Black Manta. Oh, I watched what? Atlantis last night. You watched Aquaman last that's night. It. Not Atlantis. Whatever. It was about Atlantis. Was it good? You know what? It was actually alright. I was <laughs> quite pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Mike doesn't usually do superhero movies. I thought that so, was one for the chicks. Oh, yeah, because of Jason Momoa. <laughs> and that hair. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got Amber Heard, is it? I haven't watched it's, it, Mike. Is she the, the one princess. that John got beat, the beat up Johnny Depp? Could be, yeah. And then, but then told everyone that he beat her up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks good in red hair, though, I'll give her that. Well, that's. That's alright, fair enough, Mike. Thanks for that honest review. <laughs> I was cracking one off to Amber Heard. Did we know it's the rest of the film? That's fair enough. <laughs> Amber the Black Manta, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you're cracking one off to him as well. Yeah. <laughs> Equal opportunities 
wanker. <laughs> so, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. <laughs> the FBI will be investigating an incident that took place near Los Angeles International Airport after an American Airlines pilot reported seeing a mystery person in a jetpack flying in the path of incoming jets Sunday evening. Can you imagine the fucking conversation? Uh, yeah, control. There's a guy giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> flying alongside me. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's got a brown leather jacket on and a silly helmet with a fin on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I can see something. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? <laughs> no, it's a random rich weirdo with a jetpack. <laughs> or... This thing gets sucked into your engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's a guy up there. <laughs> oh, not now. <laughs> We've lost engine four. <laughs> There's blood everywhere! <laughs> the American Airlines pilot reported via radio to the control tower seeing a, quote, guy in a jetpack as he was approaching LAX about 3,000 feet out. and 10 miles out for a landing. 3,000 feet? What are you going to do when you get that call anyway? What are you going to do? What did you say to him? Are you sure? Repeat that, please. Can you, can you wave at him? <laughs> How close is he? That was the actual um, transcript. We, ju- we just passed a guy on a jetpack. <laughs> Stay on course. The <laughs> second pilot also saw the incidents. There's plenty of visibility. It wasn't dark at the time. Based on research, jetpacks can fly that high, but it's pretty uncommon. There's also an assumption that people with the technical and financial ability to fly at this extreme height and near an airport would also understand the regulations around flying in a, in the flight path. <laughs> mm, I think it's Batman. It's some dude training to be Batman. It's Jeff Bezos training to be Batman. <laughs> he can afford it now. Fucking hell, yeah. He can, inf- he can afford an army of Batman. So have they reprimanded him? Have they grabbed him? They don't know who he is. Just some random dude who just thought he'd take his jetpack, his highly expensive jetpack up for a spin around the airport. 3,000 feet though, I mean, fuck, I mean, if it conks out, you're dead. Oh, yeah. I assume it comes with a parachute. Ah, that's a good point. Or one of them, um, maybe you have one of them squirrel suit things so you can glide back down. <laughs> I thought you needed a bit of a breeze for that as well. Well, you're going at th- you must be going along get a fair bit. 3,000 feet, three three feet, feet again. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you'd have to have oxygen on at that point. Yeah, yeah. good point, isn't it? And some kind of face covering because he's going to get frostbite, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, this guy's a badass. I want to meet him. <laughs> we need him. If you are listening, to burn. <laughs> if you are listening, sir, we need you now more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Clothes running out, mate. <laughs> Wasn't the Rocketeer stopping Nazis? Dunno. Could have been. I think he was. I'm sure the Nazis I'm sure it was a Nazi jetpack that they found. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna stop the race riots. Uh. Gonna unite America. Run for president, win. Mm. One can only hope. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much that one. (laughs) Okay. Guy in online group that points loaded guns at genitals to own libs accidentally shoots his crotch. What a fucking surprise. It did puzzle me that somehow you think that pointing a loaded weapon at your penis is a way to own somebody. It's like, 
<laughs> but no, you just look like a dickhead. You should never point a weapon loaded or unloaded at anybody. No. So you never mind yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or a piece of you that you really like. <laughs> <laughs> the unidentified member of the group loaded guns pointed at... Venus? From the San Diego area posted a video of himself pointing his .45 caliber M1911 semi-automatic at his genitals. After a brief pause, the gun suddenly went off. What a surprise! Hey boys, I might have fucked up. <laughs> the man wrote up a photo of a towel stuffed between his legs along with blood splattered on the floor and a copy of the Constitution according to Vice. Oh, he's got a Dutch Tiger King, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God's caliber went through my scrotum, mattress, box spring and floor, the man wrote as he bled out. Fucking hell. Still fucking writing. Why is he calling Jesus. the 45 God's caliber? I've no idea why he's doing that. He needs something to do with President Trump. Who knows what's going through these fucking lunatics. Well, he just shows up in the nuts. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can listen to him, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Certainly not about owning libs. <laughs> <laughs> Not about anything. <laughs> Shot his cock off. <laughs> Blood out. I don't think he, he died. Turns out it wasn't a graze that went right the fuck through me, he later wrote. What I thought were two graze wounds turned out to be an entrance and exit wound. Uh, Oof. An administrator for the Facebook group told Motherboard that he is 100% okay. <laughs> Actually went to work the next day. Really? With a... 45 bullet hole through him. I'm going to have to show your face ever again. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, there's pictures of it as well. Yeah. That is a new level of stupidity though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. He's driving, he's fucking driving, isn't he? Oh, what Not this yeah. guy, another guy. Uh, oh, he's certainly in a car. Mm. Traumatise that cat as well. Yeah, that cat's looking at him with some strange... Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Strange eyes. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> fucking idiot. That's all I'm going to say. It's just like they think that guns are just toys, isn't it? It's like, oh, we say everyone says they're all right. We can have them. Constitution says we Let's just piss around with them. That's it. You just brought up with them in America, aren't you? That's it. You can probably hear a flock of geese outside. There's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> can you just hear geese? Migrating geese. They look like fighting. Fighting geese. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Trying to record a podcast here. <laughs> oh, I think that's that one. That's some guy with a chainsaw. Oh, fuck's sake. It's like, it's like Poseidon's against us. Okay, huge python bit teenager's penis while he was sitting on the loo. Well, It's all about junk tonight, isn't it? <laughs> Weird news does tend to go that way, in all fairness. You'll find, yeah. There's a lot of weird news about penises. Do you know why? Right, so this story will make you shudder. A teenager has been rushed to hospital after a python bit his penis while he was on the loo. Oh. Yesterday, an 18-year-old Shirop Shiropop Mascurat was doing his business while watching videos on his phone. As so we he didn't do. Need- <laughs> 
And while, when he felt a sharp burning pain in the worst possible part of his body, oh. after jumping up, the uni student looked down to find a snake on his... Um, had his gnashes clamped round the tip of his penis. <laughs> With the python still attached, Shirop, who from... Where's that? Uh, Nantaburi, Central Thailand. Had to slam the toilet door oh on the God. animal <laughs> to get it off his manhood. So he's oh like... Poof, poof. Oh, my God, he didn't even kill it either. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he swiftly ran out of the blood-splattered bathroom with his trousers around his ankles, leaving the snake to slither away back into the toilet. Oh, God. <laughs> So, Chirop's understandably concerned mum managed to claim her karma sundown while the paramedics made their way to the house before rushing him to the nearby hospital to to treat his uh, gruesome wounds. (laughs) Just a bit. His gruesome wounds. What happened to you, snake with your penis? (laughs) God, you know, the blood and all that, because it congeals, doesn't it? It's just going to go... It's a good job it wasn't venomous. It wasn't venomous. Well, I don't know. They they didn't say anything about anti-venom. Four stitches in the tip of his penis, though. Oof. Oof. Yeah, he says... There's a python. Pythons aren't venomous, are they? I've no idea. No, constrictors aren't... Still going to give you a sting, isn't it, though? So he was watching video clips on his phone when he suddenly felt pain in his penis. I hope he recorded the whole incident of him smashing the door onto the snake (laughs) to get it off. Viral! <laughs> it was a cobra, he would be dead. Non venomous python. He will be scared every time he goes to the toilet. Yeah, no shit, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd certainly be checking it. Maybe putting oh, up some kind man. of um, netting system above the bowl. What's a natural predator with a python? Probably like a meerkat or something, a mongoose. Yeah. Keep a mongoose in your bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if I could get the toilet with a mongoose watching me all the time, though. Better that than that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is that. I'll give you that. I will give you better a mongoose than a pie. Unless the mongoose gets feral. <laughs> being trapped in the toilet for all that time. And then ironically bites your penis. <laughs> <off>. Ironically <laughs> bites your penis. And doesn't stop Probably biting. best to keep wild animals shaped in your bathroom. <laughs> no. Disregard that. Disregard this is why we never class this show yeah. as an infomercial. We're not into animal slavery. No, but animal captivity. Oh. Do not put chained up animals in your toilet. No, joke purposes only. That was. All right. Thanks for clarifying that, Mike. Thank you very much for clarifying that. There's some fucking idiots out there. They're shooting their penises off. You've got to clarify everything. Not my fucking fault. It's true. So the way, I bet it says on Pate now, like, do not eat. You know? So yeah. Give me a really stupid fucking instruction on something. I do not eat the Salika gel in my trainers. If I want to, I fucking will. Yeah. But I do not advocate putting a loaded gun to your testicles. Or any part of you, for that matter. No, definitely not. Oh, what a twat. So the idea of Atlantis, a lost island subcontinent often idealised as an advanced utopian society 
Holding wisdom that could bring world peace has captivated dreamers, occultists and new ages for generations. I want to stop you right there. I don't think it was a utopia, was it? Well, some people seem to think it some was. Some people do. Plato didn't describe it as a utopia. He did. He just said that they got greedy. Oh, at some point it was a utopian society, maybe. Yeah, it was. He said that hubris and... That's it. You see, it's, it's all about mm. pride comes before a fall and all that. Mm. Which I'll get into later on. Okay, yeah. The lost city of Atlantis, first mentioned by the ancient Greek philosopher Plato. There you go. Mm -hmm. Dude. <laughs> the Steve McMahon, the Vince McMahon of philosophy. The Steve McQueen of philosophy. Steve, I don't think, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, he's, he's the Vince McMahon of, 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 of philosophy. He started it all. Did he trained, start it all? Yeah, started, you know, trained Socrates. Yeah. Uh, it's more than 2,300 years old, this tale, when he wrote this. And he said it happened about 9,000 years before him. So it's pretty feckin' old. Also interesting that what we call the ancient Greeks referred to other people as being ancient. Yeah, smart, yeah. isn't it? Makes sense, obviously, but... Well, yes, absolutely. Um, so according to Plato, it existed 9,000 years ago before his time and then just vanished. Just vanished, just went. Slipped beneath the waves. Yeah. Famed for having the... Uh, being the exhibit of all worldly pleasures in the world, this city is enigmatic as it is inviting. Ooh. However, after years of research, the exact truth about Atlantis has never been found. So Plato was writing in around 360 BC. So how would he know this? Well, he claimed... It's a normal tradition, isn't it? He'd claim, wouldn't it? Yeah. Priests and things passing it on, priests and poets. Yeah, back then, not many people wrote. Mm-hmm. So a lot of oral traditions and stories passed down from generation to generation. Mm, so myths develop. You write something down, then it becomes fixed and dogmatic, mm -hmm. and people can argue about it and say you interpret it this way or interpret it that way. Before you know it, they're killing each other over it. Yeah. <laughs> but at least with oral tradition, you can just keep it fluid. Yeah. I think they'd still fight over differences, though, wouldn't they? Mm, maybe. Probably, in all fairness, but you know. So he was writing in 360 BC. The founders of Atlantis were apparently half god, half human. Bit of demigod going on. The Greeks did love a bit of goat, goat, uh, goat. Probably goat sex too. God sex. They loved a bit of that. I really like the Greek gods. I might convert to follow Zeus. I might follow Zeus to see because it's Ace. They're just trotting around, shagging everything. Yeah. No, we say the gods are still cunts, like the Christianity god. Yeah, but at least like. Like the Olympians are demanded worship. It's like sacrifice some shit to us, or we'll fail your crops. Say a prayer, or I'll sink your ship. There's a lot of punishing and stuff, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is, but it's like just please us, give us worship and adoration. The Christian God's sneaky. Look at the rapture. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, you went through all that, right? Thousand years. <laughs> back, back to war again, buddy. <laughs> and you may not get back in after that. Yeah. At least, at least you know where they are with Zeus. They may turn up and bang your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Turn you into a pig. Possibly. They created a utopian civilization and became a great naval and military power. Their home was made up of concentric islands separated by wide moats and linked by a canal that penetrated the centre. The lush islands contained gold, silver and other precious metals and the capital was located on the centre island. Now, many theories exist about where it was and it's pretty much been put everywhere there is possibly for it to be. We will, yeah. we will get into that shortly. 
I've always imagined it as like a luxury spa type place <laughs> where everyone's like, you know, half wearing sort of a Greek, you know, and there's oh, togas. togas and there's their boobs out and stuff. Ooh. And <laughs> I would imagine there was a lot of nudity going on yeah. in in Atlantis. Yeah. And, and just people walking around with water and just tipping it about the place. Yeah, yeah, like See, Assassin's Creed Odyssey has taught me a lot about ancient Athens, and let me tell you, that there was goat sex, because my character went into an orgy with a goat and a couple of dudes and a, a chick, um, and some oil, <laughs> so, you know. That's it when you're enlightened, you know, it's just, you know, it's just fuck everything. Ancient Athens looks fucking awesome on yeah, that game, in all fairness, I was thinking, man, I could live here, yeah, this is great. Yeah, that's still like the 1% of the population, isn't it? Mm. The majority are like slaves and yes, slaves. I am. I am mixing in the corridors of power. In all fairness, mm. yeah, but yeah. still looks great. <laughs> togas everywhere. I love a toga. Yeah, I've got a thing for togas. I'd wear a toga all the time if I could. The sun shining off the toga. It's like, ah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's comfortable. Everything's free and easy down there. Might turn. Might start wearing <laughs> me bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't wear it around anywhere that's there could be snakes and things. There's not many snakes in Britain though, Mike. No, it was in Greece. Yeah, but they took that chance, mate. There was wolves and bears too, and lions. <laughs> you know, snakes at least you're concerned. There's lions in Greece, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there was. Well, maybe they imported them. But there, like... there is on Assassin's Creed, mate. <laughs> tell you that much. It's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Few, if any, scientists think Atlantis actually did exist at all. Robert Ballard, who discovered the wreck of the Titanic in 1985, says it is at least a logical thing that some civilization did exist and then got wiped out. Cataclysmic floods and volcanic explosions have happened throughout history, including one event that had a few similarities to the destruction of Atlantis. 3,600 years ago, a massive volcanic explosion, eruption, devastated the island of Santorini near Greece. A highly advanced civilization lived on the islands and disappeared. Coincidentally, this is about the same time as the eruption. Do you know how many active mm. volcanoes are on the world? About 1,500. 44. Oh, fuck. Oh, well. But you're close. There are, four, there are 1,400 like volcanoes in the world. Only 44 are considered active at this present moment. Are you trying to impress Claire with science knowledge? Because yeah. she's not more qualified than you. I see. <laughs> I'm, trying to... I'm trying to retain your job. Yeah. <laughs> I put my job's under threat. <laughs> so I come out on the attack. Don't worry, Mike. I only um, realised. <laughs> <laughs> I only realised there was uh, thousands of nuclear weapons on the on the on, in, in, on the planet the other you know not long ago, and I was like thousands. I, you know because see the Bond movies and that, and you think there's only like two or three in the world, because that's the only one that's really being nicked and sort of passed around. <laughs> I get what you mean. So yeah. I was just like, no, no, there's, there's quite a few, you know. And I was just like, this is, this is bad, this is bad. I think there's about 30,000 worldwide. I didn't think it was that high, that's even worse. If <laughs> <laughs> you want to go home and start digging a bomb shelter or something, or would you make, you wish you'd have your watch threads? You'll love that. Yeah. Mm. I'll be pairing. Genuinely, it's the yeah, most. Watch it with the kids. It's a family. <laughs> Don't watch it with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> the most realistic nuclear war movie ever set in the grim darkness of Sheffield. Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it spans ten years, doesn't it? From the dropping of the bomb. Mm-hmm. Ten years later. Oh, it's bleak. I mean, Sheffield's <laughs> bleak anyway. Yeah, the north of England's pretty bleak, yeah. but. 
Oof, it's just got a lot bleaker. Think of Game of Thrones in the north and go back in like a thousand years. Wow. That's yeah, what we are now. The film couldn't get any more darker. The very last scene is just a fucking gut punch. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. No, don't spoil it. No. No, but check that one out. Okay. Yeah, so there's no threat. <laughs> no threat at all. <laughs> You're not going to sleep tonight, now, are you? <laughs> oh, and there's 44 active volcanoes as well. Uh, not, that we know about. We're not near them. What, unless the reeking blows up tomorrow. Maybe, yeah. Could be dormant. What, what will we do? What will we climb up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. shit. The mound of dead bodies after the fucking explosions. Hey, you see Volcano when that one just comes up in LA? Mm-hmm. We just have to funnel the lava down the main street, mm-hmm. get some fire trucks to push some concrete into a line, and then spray water at the lava. And which way are you going to direct it? Towards the town centre. <laughs> That's where we live. Oh yeah, Wellington then is close. <laughs> Wellington. Yeah, it's a shit hole. <laughs> Never like Wellington. Now, some people do believe that Plato created the story to convey some kind of philosophical idea. And if Socrates on Assassin's Creed ends up to go like he is a twat for that. His ideas about the divine versus human nature, ideal societies, and the gradual corruption of human society. So this is like a, a warning tale, mm. basically. We never learn anything from history, mate. We keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Because we don't teach it properly. Mm. It's all, pardon the term, whitewashed, isn't it? They don't tell you about the bad bits, they tell you about the, the, the good bits. We're indoctrinated into a system, aren't we? Yeah, they just highlight everything, don't they? You know? Yeah. This is what we did that was great. That's it. I mean, they don't. I mean, Churchill, yes, great wartime leader. Also, before that, bit of a twat. Mm. Bit of a twat. Well, I was, I was, was summing me- it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking genocidal megalomania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he's our, he's usually voted as our number one. He was hero, voted. isn't he? A British yeah. hero. He was voted the greatest Britain of all time. Go. At one point, I think there was a top 100 done, mm. voted for by the public. He was an alcoholic, wasn't he? And he just, oh, God, yeah. yeah. That's how he got us to the war. Claire, he was smashed. <laughs> <laughs> it all seemed bleak. He just hit the whiskey. He's over the BBC. <laughs> 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 he invented concentration camps. Invented. It was his idea, wasn't it? I don't know if it was his idea, but he was certainly, in the, he was certainly in the army at the time in South Africa, so he may have had something to do with it. He certainly didn't speak out about it, let's put it that way. Yeah. So yeah, Plato's idea is that um, the legend of Atlantis is a story about a moral, spiritual people who lived in a highly advanced utopian civilization. But as they became greedy, petty and morally bankrupt, the gods became angry as they lost their way. So as a punishment, they sent one terrible night of fire and earthquakes that caused Atlantis to sink into the sea. So it's very much like our civilization, but we don't need the gods to destroy us for doing it ourselves. How do you know that Zeus isn't up there orchestrating this? Could be. Just because our society was Christian doesn't mean that Zeus isn't real. It could have been sucked into the Mariana Trench. Yeah? Why the hell not? It might as well be there, it's been put anywhere else. Would explain why we can't find the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> now it is worth putting out, before you mock the mystery, the mystery of Atlantis and whether it was real or not, I know that you guys aren't going to mock, I mean I'm half on board with this. <laughs> I still want to go on vacation there. Oh, yeah, to the, to the Atlantean spa. To the spa with, with uh, yeah, lots of water and boobs. Yeah, sounds fucking amazing <laughs> to me. Gin. 
<laughs> gin, beer, gin beer. I'd imagine wine, watered wine. You have that Greek thing, aren't it's you? It's like Club Tropicana. You <laughs> drinks are free. Plenty of ouzo. Plenty of ouzo. And someone's doing that. It's all with the Greek thing. Yeah. I love that tune. It's awesome. So, plate smashing. But oh, plate smashing. Got to love a bit of plate smashing. Yeah. It is worth pointing out. Everyone thought Troy was a myth. You know that the uh, Homer's Odyssey was just a story. Until a guy called uh, Henrik Schliemann uh, in 1868 followed the geographical clues that Homer had left in his uh, epic story and found that it was sort of uh, across from Greece on the uh, Turkish Turkish um, coast. I don't know what you'd call that bit. To be fair, it's Turkey, isn't it? It's just Turkey. No, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I'm trying to describe it. It's opposite Athens on the Turkish side. There you go. Mm. It's there. Which makes sense because... Everyone came from Greece. It's a short journey. Yeah. Greek uh, ships were great at deep yeah. water. So, makes sense. So, yeah, they thought it was a myth, didn't yeah. they? And... I also want to point out the Trojans are fucking stupid. <laughs> right? If brains were gunpowder, they wouldn't have enough to blow their fucking helmets off. It's like the Greeks have been there for ten years trying to kill them in a, hor- a variety of horrible ways and then they just wake up one morning and they're gone, but they've left a massive wooden horse with enough room for a hundred heavily armed Greek soldiers to hide inside. Nobody decided to check it. And if no one decided to check it, ah, just wheel it in. Wheel it in. And then we'll have a big party, get drunk and go to sleep. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, Trojans, what are you doing? Burn the fucking thing. (laughs) I'm going to leave you a present that's been ten years trying to kill you. Oh. Trojans. No wonder they got sacked. Yeah, but you can believe that people thought that had to be a myth. No one would fall for that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they do. Yeah. I hope so. Anyway, was it the t- was it the um, the Times equivalent of uh, Trump supporters? <laughs> what the Trojans? Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> It's happening every day, isn't it? With like um, scams and spams yeah. and all sorts. Of people That's true. Always, like you know, click on it. You've won a thousand pounds. Matter I mean, make. Um, no, it doesn't work, does it? What? <laughs> you shouted matter at me. Does it make Troy great again? But it isn't matter, is it? MTG <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> you know what? You're gonna launch a, a line of hats, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking hell. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> so some <I>, stupid Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, it's just ruins now. <laughs> also, this was it. History's bad guys also had a look for it. The Nazis. Because they thought a, a group of super beings, having existed, would further their own proof of their own genetic superiority. Yeah, of course the Nazis were looking for it. They went looking for loads of shit, though. I mean, like they actually had an entire SS organisation oh. that went looking for ancient treasures. If it wasn't for Indiana Jones, they would have found most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those well-known documentaries of Indiana yeah. Jones. I really like The Last Crusade. Thank God he got that holy grail for the Nazis, did oh, yeah. <laughs> in that warehouse, that's what I say. <laughs> Stick it all in the warehouse. <laughs> Yeah, they were definitely doing a bit of worldwide looting, weren't they, the, oh. the Nazis? They, don't, they even got the Spear of Longinus, the one that pierced Christ's side. They thought that had some weird occult power. Spear of Destiny. That's it, same thing, yeah. Yeah, they thought the legend is like that anyone who's got that spear can't lose. So the first thing he hit, they did when he rolled into Austria, was loot the museum and Do you take think it. Trump's got it. 
There's a rumour. <laughs> is there? There is. And I heard this before Trump became president. Oh, shit. Do you want me to save it for the episode or tell it's you now? It's the then? Antichrist with a spear of destiny. <laughs> it's all coming true. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just jumped out the window. <laughs> oh, it's me and you know, Claire. I'm still rocking from the 30s. <laughs> you, you have been oddly quiet yeah. since I told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch threads, you won't talk for days. <laughs> Just hugging my children. <laughs> <laughs> no, children, we have to make a safe room in the house. <laughs> Case of a nuclear attack. <laughs> I got really into it when Dana Rabbit all sent in a freedom of information request about the bunker scenario in Telford. <laughs> Found out there isn't one. Oh. Yeah. But the Nazis, yeah, they loved they did genuinely love this shit. They they loved going to look for ancient things because they all proved their master race theory. They even went around looking for the people who might be descended from said master race. Then they came across it in Tibet. They they decided the Tibetans are an offshoot of the Aryan mm. race. It was strange. They just became more open about it. They were all inclusive in the end. Uh, <laughs> more about inclusivity than that. <laughs> that should have been their slogan. <laughs> Let your gay, That's black, Jewish, homosexual. That's what their PR company would have done, wouldn't it? Nowadays, that's what they would be labelled as. That's true. The inclusive party. <laughs> okay, let's get on to see the. Let's get on to the fun stuff then. That's some of the history. Let's get on to the myth. Go you need on. to put the article up, Mike. I do. <laughs> You're really on the fucking ball. Yeah. I'm really stoned as well, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so let's go through some uh, some of the myth, various questions we might have. But where is it? That's the main thing. Everyone's been looking for it. Where the fuck is this massive city? Mm. There's got to be some ruins, hasn't there? I mean, cities sink. Stuff sinks into the sea. It does it's yeah, but. You know, the sea tends to erode sort of brick and things, doesn't it? It does, but if it's that advanced, then surely, you know... That's true, but then again, we've only mapped, what is it, one... No, 4% of the ocean, isn't it? And look at Titanic, how that's eroded. Yeah. yeah. And that's only, you know, how many years ago is it? that was steel. Yeah. Under years as well, over mm. 100 years. So... 108 years. The sea's probably consumed it. Well, see, there's still like ancient Greek stuff underwater, the, the few remains of pillars and floor and things like that. It might be. Oh god, where is it? That place in the Caribbean where all the pirates hung out, that's all underwater now. It's still there, you can dive down to it. Yeah, that Hancock guy, what's his name? Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock. He does a lot of diving, doesn't he? Ruins and things, and he's found a lot of new ones. Yeah. So it's possible. It is possible. Well, there was talk that it's off the side of Gibraltar, isn't it? That's considered the most likely yeah. place because... Uh, so what Plato said, isn't it? Plato, they said the pillars of Hercules or Heracles, if you're ancient Greek. Mm-hmm. All round strong guy, Hercules. They reckon that is between, is the Straits of Gibraltar. So you've got Gibraltar and then the tip of Morocco. And then, it's, so it's out past that into the Atlantic. How far over, of course, is a different matter. Uh, but certainly... It, it, that makes sense. It's uh, some people have said off the coast of Spain. A few people argue it could even be under Antarctica. That's an interesting yeah, one. I've heard that one. There is like an ancient map that shows that the Antarctica not covered in ice. Yeah, but you're talking millions and millions of years. Possibly billions. 
I'm just saying there's a, there's a map. I've seen it on a, mm. it was on the History Channel, so let's say that it's not the most reliable source. Mm -hmm. One of the earliest maps shows Antarctica. Yeah, I'm sure of it. And it's like the shape it would be if it wasn't covered by ice. It was like where New Zealand is now or something. But that, I'm sure that was millions of years ago. Before so. humans even about, so... Well, who so made the map? He didn't cover it in. <laughs> I just no. forgot. He died before the plague before he finished it. <laughs> yeah. Some Turkish guy drew some, drew some maps, didn't he, with cities and stuff on Antarctica being green and things. That's right. So, that's a possibility. Yeah, but it was like in the 1600s and he drew it from other maps. Where did he get his source material? We don't know. So. <laughs> he was just really imaginative. Really, really high. I like to think it's off the side of Gibraltar and it was overtaken by the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> by the rock apes. <laughs> it was I fed them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I fed the, the, the monkeys. They're, they're rabid. They're rabid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rabid. I, I, could, I could think that of them. Hmm. You know, back in the day. Have <laughs> you ever been to Gibraltar? Yeah. No, I've never been. I'd to go. Hot and ing it's sort of English, but mm. hot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe worth moving out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, this place? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't need your, you know, your passport's good over there, isn't it? It's trouble. Yeah. Mm. I might move. But okay. the rabid, the monkeys, they're still there. Are they likely to break into my house and do stuff to me while I sleep? Because I don't want to go if that's the case. I'm going to go and live with the monkeys and become the monkey king. <laughs> <laughs> Just get them to... They steal stuff, just going to bring it to me. <laughs> there's no tourists, they all have to come off the, you know, and they, they all like, you know, go rabid mm. because they're after food because there was no tourists with the, you know, the lockdown and stuff. Fucking hell, rabid fucking rock <laughs> apes. Oh. I live like a king. <laughs> like, you're not going to become king of the monkeys. <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> How'd you plan this? You get duty free. Prices over there, you'd be alright, mm. Mike. <laughs> I haven't planned anything yet, it's sprung into my head. But so, are you going to convince the monkeys to make them your king? I haven't worked through the king's yet. <laughs> I think they're going to rip your face off <laughs> and eat it. Probably. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to put you off. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. <laughs> For a long time, the Azores were leading to the side of the city, Cadiz, or somewhere between Spain and Morocco. The Canary Islands are considered a possibility, saying that it sank and all that's left is the, the Canary Islands. Yeah, even the Sahara Desert, I've heard. Yeah, the, the Eye of Africa mm. over there. It's sort of a. But it's not. You know, I think he just said it if it was in Africa. <laughs> you know, and not, you know, not beyond the Pillars of Heracles, but mm. it's in Africa. <laughs> but I know yeah. what you mean. Apparently, the, the structures they found are, mm. are the same size, but the skeptics say that. It should be bigger than that, or the whole structure's bigger than that. So stop your moaning. From a scientific <laughs> angle, what's the the probability of a whole plate shifting or a whole piece? Well, it's break? not going to exactly. It's not a continent because Plato just got as a yeah, continent. Yeah, yeah, but you know anything's going. That's being, impossible. Like, you know. That's impossible, especially in such recent so it's not times. Sort of sink like that, is it? There was so? a volcano in a. It wasn't there in a place called Thera. Or something. Yeah, I said about that earlier. Mm. Yeah, the, the Minoans yeah, were it. wiped out. So, you know, it could have been an island that got swallowed by the sea. That, that, that can't happen. Not a continent we didn't know about. That's impossible now. Well, they reckon that it was larger than Libya and well, Asia. That's what, yeah, that's why I was just Yeah. That's why, scientifically, it can't really happen, can no. it? it and then maybe it means metaphorically larger, you know, bigger in stature. Mm. Could have meant that. 
Yeah, okay, but he does say Libya and Asia. It was possible for travellers of the time to cross from it to the other islands and from the islands to the whole of the continent. Well, that's Plato. Yeah. So then someone, an early Christian author agrees with him, but then he would because he's just taking it from his source and he's piggybacking off Plato's fame. Mm-hmm. Since many others propose the location of the city of Atlantis in the Mediterranean Sea, narrations have come out scaling the size of the city to Crete, Greece's largest island. However, in many stories after the Plato's era, the Atlantis was described as a giant city, missing anything specific about the size of it. Just, just fucking huge. It'd have been fine by, you know, sonar. We're so advanced with looking for stuff underneath the sea now. It's mm. Still can't find that Loch Ness monster, though. <laughs> they can't find Nessie, can they? Eh? That's a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> can't find Bigfoot. Where'd you stand on Bigfoot? It's just a bear, I believe. That was not a bear, it was on that <laughs> tape. Does that tape? <coughs> Could be. Oh, that's Bigfoot, man. No, I think I think he's a friend of the show. He's a friend. Oh, sorry, Bigfoot. <laughs> he listens. Does he? Mm. he? Told me he does about a spiritual visitation the other night. You're having sex with Bigfoot again, man. I told you not to be involved. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> you only break your heart again. <laughs> I've been reading Bigfoot erotica <laughs> and writing it. <laughs> It's a hobby. That's a past lockdown somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so legend says that the Atlantis city was built by Poseidon, the god of the sea, of storms and earthquakes, when he fell in love with a mortal woman, Cleito. He made this city on top of a hill in an isolated island in the sea to protect her and named it Atlantis. According to the story, Poseidon walked through the world in an effort to find the biggest island until he reached the biggest of them all. Atlantis and found it to be inhabited by people who were more beautiful and intelligent than the rest of the world. And it was then he fell in love with Cleato when he finds her on the island. Gods, as gods tend to do, falls in love with a mortal woman. Especially Greek gods, they're always down for that. What's wrong with the female gods? They munt us. There's not many of us. I'm God. The goddess Athena was like of, of um, knowledge and wisdom, and so she'd be like, she'd be stuck up, wouldn't she? Yeah. yeah. Everything you try, every time you say to her, she just call you a twat and tell you were wrong. I've yeah. met a few women on power trips. <laughs> <laughs> Aphrodite, you got us a love on. Everyone's had her, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> She's been about. She's been about. Yeah. Everyone's fed up of her at that point. <laughs> but there's only so many, isn't there? That's it, yeah. So, Diana. Yeah. Hunter. Yes. The Huntress. Or is it Artemis? It's Artemis in Greece. How is it? Yeah. Shit. You're thinking, you're thinking of Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> she was. She's kind of Greek. Works for me. <laughs> The new home built by Poseidon for his love in the city of Atlantis, surrounded by rings of water and land. The five rings of water were connected to the land with the help of five tunnels, where a huge canal connected the outer rings of water to the ocean. The tunnels were able to accommodate ships, and every route to the city was guarded by gates and towers. Moreover, the wall that surrounded the rings was built using red, white and black rock, and was decorated with precious metals. Meanwhile, there was another hill called the Hill of Cleato, where it is believed Poseidon captivated, basically stuck his wife in a massive tower, <laughs> right? 
locked her up because he distrusted her loyalty, and that hill was then surrounded by more huge moats and pillars. So he stuck her in a fucking tower and locked her up because he thought she might be out doing stuff with other gar other Atlanteans while he's uh, off making earthquakes and storms and sinking ships. Maybe it isn't Club Tropicana. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if Poseidon falls in love with you... Yeah, you're in a tower. You're stuck in a tower. He just turns up periodically to father five pairs of twin sons on you. Yeah, and I bet he wants to do some weird stuff with that trident. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not the pointy end. <laughs> kinky bastard. <laughs> the Greeks were kinky as fuck. Yeah, so um, they had five pairs of twin sons. Wow. Ten sons eldest of which was named Atlas. The ten sons inherited the great city and the first child Atlas became the first ruler of Atlantis. However, it's believed they also built a huge temple for their father with a giant statue of Poseidon riding a chariot carried by winged horses. The statue was completely built in gold and placed in a temple with its spiral roof so high up that the clouds drifted through the spirals of, of said temple. Metal. <laughs> Metal, also slightly suck-uppy and egotistical of Dad to accept it. Yeah. I can see one of Trump. <laughs> He's going to knock the Statue of Liberty down and build one of, of him a, holding a yeah, torch. into the clouds, golden Trump. <laughs> wow. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's creepy. I don't want that. Uh, can you scroll down, please, buddy? You just want to get to aliens, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best one. Edgar Case, talk about him. No, oh, do I have to? Edgar Case, other than the legend of the lost, Atlant- uh, lost city of Atlantis and other fables, the fact about the city still remains unknown. However, historians and other researchers, the findings of Edgar Case had something different to tell. He believed in the rising of the lost city once again, like the sun rises from the sea. He predicted a new land would appear off the east coast of North America. Trump land. <laughs> he also suggested that the souls of a number of people who lived in Atlantis had been incarnating to America in order to usher in a new era of enlightened human consciousness. What do you think, Zach? Are you up for that? Are you agree with that? Trump land. <laughs> not, not just Trump land, but the whole Atlant- the consciousness of dead Atlanteans. Atlanteans, is it? Atlanteans are um, incarnating into Americans. So they can usher in a new era of enlightened human consciousness. <laughs> well, not did a very good job. Of that. We just elected Trump, so no. Ah, blow me away. Plato, crikey. Plato, but I'm a dog, eh? <laughs> 30,000 nuclear warheads, Claire. All aimed at one another. <laughs> what do you reckon? I, I think that that sounds to me like Scientology, doesn't it? Similar, doesn't it? Hey, hey those, those alien souls, man. They're Atlanteans and they're... You know, they're, they're, they're weighing you down. You've got to free yourself. You've got to audit yourself. Well, they'll bring in the new hire of consciousness. Yeah. Well, clearly not. Clearly <laughs> you would not describe no, the general people... American populace as enlightened. No, because people are pointed loaded guns at their dicks. <laughs> Sorry, Americans. You did it to yourself, though. Shut up. Stop ruining our listener oh, base. Yeah. Most of our listeners are from the US. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're great, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle's awesome, too. He's American, like him. 
don't know why I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wrestler, but a bit like Captain America. Won the Olympics with gold medal with a broken neck. No way. Yeah. He didn't know about those nuclear weapons, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Atlantis's extraterrestrial connection. Stories also claim the original inhabitants of the lost city of Atlantis are believed to be of extraterrestrial origin who reached there about 50,000 years ago from the Lyrian star system. Despite being much taller and fairer than today's average human being, the average lifespan of these people is believed to have been about 800 years old, making them really robust and a strong prototype of the existence human race. It's Nordic then, basically. Yeah, my, my ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> Fair-skinned, reasonably tall. Obviously, I've got the like the shorter genes over the years. You yeah, know, make you short and bald. You know, like these people. <laughs> <laughs> the complete opposite. You've got, you've got fair hair like Trump, though. I'm not Danny DeVito, but you're fucking five ten. That's not that's not horrific. Claim that the lost city of Atlantis was on Mars, or just a colony of an alien civilization. The inhabitants of Atlantis City, city believed to have possessors of exceptional powers, such as the ability to control weather, modify volcanic eruptions, and some accounts mention that they possession some kind of device that allowed them to channel energy from time and space. Even though the myth says the inhabitants of the Atlantic, Atlantis, I keep going to say Atlantic City or Atlanta, <laughs> sorry to confuse me now, I'm getting mixed up, um, were superior beings. Uh, yeah, they're superior beings. Mm. Either aliens or on Mars or they can control the weather. They're literally gods at this point, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, they couldn't have modified the volcanic eruption, no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. My God, maybe that's what that Tommy Lee Jones volcano movie is based on. It's based on Atlantis. Maybe they sunk it on purpose because, you know, they thought, this, oh, this planet's going to shit. Let's go. <laughs> let's go back home. We can't leave our technology in the hands of these fucking idiot apes. So let's just destroy it and that could happen. Yeah, but there is talk that the Athenians fought a war with the Atlantis and beat them. So, I don't think that we're talking aliens here. No, definitely not that. Oh, maybe we are talking aliens. You just talked yourself out of the idea, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but that could be myth too. <laughs> oh, so some people do think it was swallowed up by the Muda Triangle. Hmm. There you go. For you to triangle. Wow. No, I'm going for just a plate. anything in there, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Even though hundreds of people do every day and nothing happens to them. <laughs> shame. So what do we think? Well, shame I can't say aliens, but if the Athenians spanked them in a war, then they're pointing out aliens. Or they sent out, like, like their weaker offspring. Mm. Obviously it was the Spartans that defeated the, uh, the aliens. No, it's the Athenians. Uh, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? The Spartans the aliens. Oh, yeah, you know what? I would like to see that movie, actually. 300 <laughs> crossed with Independence Day. Ooh. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> Come on, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. stop, stop screwing kids and make that movie. <laughs> I think I'll go for the volcanic thing. I mean, you know, natural disaster. I'll go with that. Obviously, I want to see aliens, but if the Athenians are spanking them, they're probably not aliens, are they? 
No. I'm thinking Plato's got a wicked imagination. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it's just an allegory, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sort of like writing scriptures Mm. and chatting, you know, ye old shit. (laughs) Chatting ye old shit. (laughs) And and, and passing it. Yeah, because in them days, you never had, you didn't didn't have the printing press or nothing, you know. You just got to chat ye old shit. That's it, to get your message across, you have to go into the public domain and just talk to people. Mm -hmm. And I guess you've got a way of engaging people into a story to teach them about hubris and all that, the dangers of hubris and. Yeah, you'd sell some of your, your writings or you know, pictures or, you know, bootleg outside <laughs> or something. T-shirts, <laughs> Atlantis tour, 360 BC, yeah. <laughs> Plato, <laughs> the picture, that would be a toga with his arm up. I went saw him, mate. Oh, you got tickets to Plato? Picture, <laughs> Ben. Yeah, on a t-shirt, on a toga. Oh, you, you, you held your hand up like a camera. Like, <laughs> no, 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 like he's got his arm up he's in the picture. Ah. He's got his arm up on the picture like that. He's holding a scroll or something. Mm. Like Plato, 360 BC. <laughs> Atlantis tour. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while over that because someone has to draw it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I solve you, Plato? Oh, yeah. I've got nothing to do with Plato, all right. Hands yeah. <laughs> out, draws them both together. <laughs> Oh, Socrates was shit as a support act. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell he's still learning. Mm. You have to get someone to hold him a mirror, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're making him to hold a mirror. Because if you miss the drawing, you're like, oh shit, I'll draw the landscape again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold thought, on, hold on. <laughs> oh, come on, mate, I've got to be on the next gig tomorrow. <laughs> I've got to get on my tour chariot and fuck off. <laughs> Taking his groupies with him on his extra long chariot. I bet he got about a bit, didn't he? Oh, they all got about a bit in ancient Greece. Everyone was up for everything. I mean, yeah, it was man, woman, boy, girl, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. Shot that. I'm go- yeah, I'll go for natural disaster because I, I think stuff can, can vanish. So. Yeah, it's possible. There's evidence that there was a volcano erupting around, what was it, 3,600? Yeah, Plato said it was older, but maybe he's just missing him in the... Yeah. The oral, because that's the thing with oral tradition, sometimes, you know, like Chinese whispers. Mm. Mm. It always ends up as purple monkey dragon fruit at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It was as big as this. (laughs) And apparently I heard it was possibly three times bigger than Pompeii. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's good, if there's a volcanic eruption, it's going to be pretty Mm. fucking huge to take out an island. And that's, of course, the island was like, is was the volcano. That's also a possibility. Yeah. Obliterated Most itself. fertile land is by a volcano. That's it. Yeah. Or a natural disaster that we haven't seen where, uh, you know, something just mm. explodes like worse than a volcano. We don't, we, you know, yeah. we don't know, do we? And when it sunk, Plato described that there was mud that rose to the surface, wasn't there? Well, apparently that could be um, pumice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes floats. sense, yeah, it does. What about if they, they were that advanced, they accidentally split the atom and blew themselves up? <laughs> yeah. Could be the way. Like, we'll get those Athenians back. <laughs> and they started, started trying to get nuclear weapons and let one off accidentally destroyed their entire civilization. I'll go for it, fuck it. <laughs> uh, weird news? Yeah, man. 
Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Alright then, so we uh, finish on some weird news and fucked up facts. Okay, that's weird as fuck. Boy turning to stone will be entombed in his own body if cure isn't found. Okay. It's a cheery one. Yeah. Jaden Rogers, 15, from Colorado, is thought to be the only person in the world with the rare disease stiff skin syndrome which is spreading through his body. So he's going to end up like the dude from Fantastic Four? Oh, rough. Mm. Well, not as rocky, obviously. Like, or like a Game of Thrones, one of them, what were they called? Oh, Stone Man. Stone Man. You haven't seen it over your class, so you not remember. No. Haven't you? No. Oh, wow. Don't want me again. <laughs> <laughs> a teenage boy who was turned to stone and warned he'll become entombed in his own body if a cure isn't found. The syndrome causes Jaden's skin to harden, leaving him confined to a wheelchair at risk of organ failure as his stone-like skin presses on his lungs and heart. Yes, yeah, a fucker. The boy was diagnosed in 2013 after his mom, Natalie, 54, found a lump of hard skin on Jaden's thigh which quickly spread to his legs, stomach, arms and neck. Uh, the family is desperately appealing for help in their race against time to save Jaden from attracting his own skin. Uh, Natalie, said, his mum, said uh, Jaden is basically turned to stone and it's become so hard he can't really move his legs. Jesus. I know, it's bad, isn't it? Have you seen that one from India that looks like he's got, like, wood? Oh, the tree guy. The tree oh, no. guy, yeah. Yeah, he has to have, they're warts, aren't they? He has yeah. to go and have more, like, literally... Bolt cut it off? Yeah. Fuck. Let's get some rats and more at it. Looks like a Fuck me, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Again. That was an Uncle Buck reference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate, it's been fucking years since I've seen that movie. Come on. (laughs) Remember that bit where he flicks that quarter, doesn't he? He goes, you know, what are you going to get a rat and all that thing off your face? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I don't know. I might use that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his whole body is turned to stone because this disease starts on the inside and works its way to the skin. Once it reaches his skin, it means all his body underneath is also hard like stone. The skin has started compressing on his heart, so he can't breathe without a ventilator, and it's pressing on the other organs, so they will start failing. His future doesn't look good. Well, I'm sorry, buddy, but this is tragic and everything. But I don't. Yeah. Fuck me. Doesn't look good, does it? Uh, Natalie and retired government worker husband Tim, 56, are now raising funds to take Jane to Italy for treatment to help s- slow the spread of the disease before it crushes his chest. The mom of three said, if we don't get him to Italy, he won't live. Uh, once he has treatment to stop the progression of the disease, he'll be able to have therapy to loosen the skin. They think he's the only one in the world with the condition there's only ever been 41 documented cases in the world. The fuck is that shit, man? Yeah, it's like Stoneman, isn't it? Mm. Exactly the same. Grayscale, that's a disease. Grayscale. Fuck. I mean, it's a shame he doesn't work to his advantage, because if his skin turned into stone, he'd probably have a fantastic career in MMA or boxing. <laughs> you know, you know, but, you know, that is tragic. Wow, well, Mike, you really brought my fucking uh, mood down. I was in a good mood today. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, hopefully he's going to get the... I hope so. Um, I don't know if there's a. There is a place to donate. Yeah. So. It's on the mirror, or you can see what's his name. GoFundMe.com slash treatmen for Jaden. 
Treatment for Jade. <laughs> Not treat men for Jade and Mike. That sounds so bad. <laughs> oh, such a spastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's all, no, all four words, all three words are in one word. He does not want to strip her, Mike. <laughs> It's raining men. It's raining men. It might cheer him up. Well, fuck me, that is genuinely a tragic story. There is a quarter going to get the rats and all that shit on the side. Fuck's sake. Oh, sorry. Again. I'm going to hell. I'm going to burn the leg of fire that one. This is right, even I'm getting fucking raptured. <laughs> No, if it, so yeah, treatment for Jaden. J A I D E N. Yeah. So please, don't treat men for Jaden. <laughs> please. <laughs> treatment. Oh. New see through public bathrooms will encourage men to quickly shake it twice and zip up. What the fuck? Translucent toilets. These are two words you never thought you'd see together. We'll leave it to the bathroom wizards in Japan to come up with a urinary innovation nobody asked for. <laughs> what the fuck? In a nightmare for shy bladders everywhere and a dream for those with pee fetishes, the Tokyo Toilet Project just opened two brand new restrooms in Tokyo's Shibuya neighbourhood. Shingeru Ban, an award-winning architect, built the bathrooms with coloured glass that turns transparent when the WC is empty but goes opaque when occupied. What no. the? Who gives to just make it solid and put a lock no. on the door? This is a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it really, I'm sorry, it just is. It's like, what's wrong with a good old fashioned lock? And I don't want people to know I'm in the, I don't want to know people to know that I'm being. <laughs> or doing worse. Well, Ban said on the Toilet Project's website, there are two things we worry about when entering a public restroom, especially those located at a park. The first is cleanliness, and the second is whether anyone is inside. The third is an angry raccoon. Um, <laughs> the fourth is a violent smackhead. The fifth is a python in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start thinking a lot more about that now. And cottages. <laughs> and cottages. We don't know what's wrong with good old-fashioned knocking, but apparently the big brains in the design wall can't help themselves. At night, the facilities light up the park like a beautiful lantern, Ban continued. We don't want bathrooms to be eyesores, but talking about them like works of art is pushing the limits of our imagination. Well, okay, I get that. I mean, I suppose there's a bit of free lighting. But, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't like I it. I like it. Yeah? I like it. I like it. It's kind of funky. What if it yeah, doesn't go opaque? Yeah, well, then you're fucked. I was going to laugh at your small cock. <laughs> what, Claire? It's happening again. <laughs> I don't like Sorry. that. <laughs> Flashback. No, no, it, it, it's going to go opaque, isn't it? You've got to trust that if it doesn't go opaque, hopefully someone outside will be like, <laughs> Just I can still see you. Looking at the hand on the glass like that. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> Let me in, we'll go together. Uh, <laughs> The train toilets, isn't it? Yes, the, re the revolving door. Yeah. <laughs> you revealed like a shit prize <laughs> on a game show. <laughs> Look, mommy, that man's peering. <laughs> behind door number one, a shitty man. <laughs> oh, 
I couldn't fucking bore with that. <laughs> but still, <laughs> I don't want to be revealed when I'm at my most vulnerable. Well, he says it's to prove that restrooms don't have to be dark, dirty, smelly, and scary. Well, fair enough. But I don't want to be scared of going yeah. to a, to a uh, you know to a toilet. I don't be Some scared of what must be. I, you know what? I never used to go to public toilets. It took me a long time to to not do to go in a public toilet. Right. Okay. I went to Reading Festival. Didn't go for a shit for five days. <laughs> Genuinely. And when he got back to Telford, he blocked up the McDonald's toilet. I did not block up the McDonald's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I just went for a while. <laughs> oh, I remember differently. Emptied the McDonald's. <laughs> we were like, we're going to go up. I'll block the toilet. <laughs> I did not say that. I took me and done it. then last one. Okay, dog has to be re- rescued by firefighters after swimming half a mile to chase ducks. Oh, it's a Labrador, that explains it. <laughs> a dog owner was left panicked when her Labrador swam out of sight chasing ducks. The fire crews found her one kilometre away, still happy paddling <laughs> Lab- in pursuit of the birds. I love Labradors, but they are they can be absolute mad, mad heads, and especially... Black and chocolate ones. The golden ones probably a little bit calmer, I think. Yeah. But yeah, black and chocolate labs are nuts. So a Labrador who was re- who really likes chasing ducks had to be rescued after swimming in pursuit for over half a mile. The crew from Victoria Fire and Rescue Australia were taking part in a routine exercise on the um, Maribyrnong. Mary- Bongi Nong Barry River. No idea. Get in touch with us. <laughs> when they are approached and asked to help out uh, with this real life situation. <laughs> Crikey. So the distressed dog owner told the firefighters that a dog had been chasing ducks and jumped in the river before um, swimming away. <laughs> what the hell did she expect them to do? Yeah. Why didn't she just run down the bank and yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, if you think that your dog's going to start chasing ducks, don't go for a walk around the lake where there's some ducks, ducks or yeah. keep it on the lead. Yeah. I mean, I know that dogs like to trot off, but there's time and a place, isn't there? Yeah. yeah but you would, you would paddle, though, wouldn't you? He goes out of sight, swimming half a mile, I mean. And still paddling quite happily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back labs, they are nuts. Already in, in boats, the crew set off along the river in search of Indy with a passenger by, uh, that directed them and when when they spotted her, they headed off and found Indy who, despite the long swim, didn't appear, appear to be tired hmm. and was still happily chasing these ducks. Aww. Aww. I think it was a bit of a waste of the firefighter's time, to be fair. <laughs> She was in no hurry to be rescued. Uh-huh. The firefighters used their boats to corner her before lifting her on board. <laughs> Didn't want to be rescued. <laughs> and I, Fuck you, I'm chasing these ducks. <laughs> I think it's the owner's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Me too, you can't blame the duck for that really. But You know, hey, if she likes chasing ducks, don't let her go where there's ducks. Well, and wait it, wait it out, you know. She will come out of the water eventually. You Just know. follow her down as far as you can, I guess. No. Oh. Oh, stupid woman. <laughs> Irresponsible dog owner. Alright then, so let's uh, end on some fucked up facts. Jingle. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, 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 facts. <laughs>
Okay, noisy humans keep birds awake at night. Is that why they wake us up in the morning? Probably. It's a bit of revenge. Twats. Yeah, they're right, they're right on top of my eyes every morning, the bastards. <laughs> no, I have a... Actually, I'm, I live on a main mm. road, so I don't get that many birds, but I do get motorists mm. honking their horns loudly at 8 o'clock in the morning for some reason. When I lived in Liverpool, I lived next door to this woman and she she went to the country for the first time on holiday mm-hmm. and she come back I was like, how was it like? And she was like, I couldn't sleep, the birds. Because <laughs> Were they attacking the house, back in the green? <laughs> <laughs> the birds! The birds, <laughs> the birds chirp in the morning. She's like four <coughs> hours, I'm wide awake, I'm not used to it because in the cities it's different noises, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I lived in, in Little Dory, the birds used to wake me up in the morning sometimes, twats. But yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense now. So we're keeping them awake? Yeah. At night? At night. Right now? Yeah. Apart from them geese. Geese. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night geese. <laughs> Saturday night's alright for geese fighting. Yeah. <laughs> a butt is a unit of liquid equivalent to the volume of two hogsheads. And which is a hogshead? <laughs> well, a buttload of wine is around 490 litres. Right. So, yeah, two hogshead, 490 litres. 245 litres? No, uh, each each head would be 295. No. 245? Yeah. Oh, I ain't somebody! Have... <laughs> <laughs> I ain't the science officer! You're sacked! I'm master shit. <laughs> That's better than mine! Oh, Two or three attempts to get the fucking GCSE, mate! Obviously, not in this instance. <laughs> The Icelandic equivalent of the cherry on top is Ruusnan e Silundanum. Right. Which means the raisin at the end of the sausage. <laughs> well, I like it, but I don't want a raisin in my sausage. No, it's probably a little bit of turd from the animal. <laughs> no! You might be right. Actually, you have an Icelandic listener. Please tell us. I'm sure we've had Icelandic listeners before now. Tell us, write us, send us an email. Send us a Facebook message. I want to know. Where you put the raisin. Yeah, I want to know what the deal with the raisin is. The fuck's a raisin doing in sausage? There's no room for fruit in my meat. (laughs) (laughs) To prevent confused Alzheimer's patients from wandering away and getting lost, many German nursing homes have fake bus stops. (laughs) Ha! That seems so cruel. Yeah. It's like, well, oh no, Herr, Herr Gunther has left. Where's he gone? Oh, he's just down there in his dressing gown and slippers at the bus, the big bus stop. <laughs> oh, let him stand there for a bit. Mm. <laughs> they have one on one side of the home and one on the other. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you actually get on the bus and it goes around the place. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be nice. I like that. My nan used to wander around all the time. <laughs> she had dementia. Mine Pretty runs in the family, actually, both did, so... Yeah, my future's not looking too <laughs> too good. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. future's better, I wouldn't worry about it. Yay old age. <laughs> I suppose on the plus side, I'll be so senile that I won't realise how shit the country is. Yeah. It's just like the 90s. Um, <laughs> Going out with a yellow t-shirt and a smiley face on it. <laughs> Hat on backwards. <laughs> Gurning like foxes, just drop threes. Yeah. <laughs> Hans Mole Man, dressed up as Bart. <laughs> I 
That's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> My favourite Simpsons character, Hans Wallman. He's very underrated, Hans. Yeah. During the Revolutionary War, George Washington ordered a ceasefire mid-battle to return a lost dog to its owner. I've heard about that, actually, yeah. Uh, once the dog was fed and returned to its owner, the battle resumed. I've, I've heard about that. So it doesn't matter that hundreds of men are dying. It just matter the dogs are. Look at the dogs, stop firing the dogs are. Mm. Yeah, I think it was some British colonel's dog he took with him because he was like a hunter and they would have had hunting dogs, wouldn't they? So... And it sort of got spooked by gunfire and ran off. Fair play to George Washington, though. At the same time, as you know, maybe they could stop the battle for good and <laughs> stop mm. all the men dying. But, you know, Let's talk to that a bit. Mm. Had a chat, see if they'd be common ground. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> oh, dogs. Oh, dogs are all right. Dogs are life, mate. George, what do you reckon? Dogs. Oh, love them. <gasps> I cannot tell a lie. I love dogs. They'd have had to come to an accord to, to stop the, the fighting about yeah. this whole dog. So, well, that, you know. So, just imagine you've got two lines of guys and they're firing each other muskets. So, they're about, I don't know, 50, 50 yards apart. Because right? that's the effective range of a musket. Rolling powder smoke and explosions. And this dog just runs in the middle of it. And someone goes, Stop! <laughs> <laughs> He's just running between the lines to stop. She's mm. <laughs> dog on the pitch. <laughs> oh, your kid playing football, it dog on the pitch. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Yep. Salvador Dali tried to make a film with the Marx Brothers in 1937 called Giraffes on Horseback Salad. But it was rejected for being too surreal. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Salvador Dali, the founder of surrealism, may yeah. wanted to make a film called <laughs> Giraffes on Salad. Horseback Salad. Oh, giraffes on Horseback Salad. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't pump my money into that one either, to be fair. Oh, would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it would have been. In fact, if there's a script, yeah. I want to see it, and I want it to be made now. Yeah, come on, Netflix. They'll buy anything. <laughs> I've got some really good ideas for Netflix actually if you're mm. listening anyone at Netflix just, um, you know hit me up <laughs> the average garden snail has over 14,000 teeth fuck me how small are their teeth it's pretty small I mean I've seen some fucking big ass snails but I've never thought to myself yeah, I reckon I could fit fourteen. I reckon I could fit fourteen on fourteen thousand. Yeah, fourteen thousand teeth in that little tiny mouth. I know, yeah. Jesus, and who's counted them? Mm. That's yeah. a thought. Did someone have to do a snail autopsy and count the teeth? Yeah, what's it do? That's what they do with every animal that we discover. Yeah. Fuck me. Slice it up, don't we? Yep. Slice and dice it, and yeah. Just like them aliens. Yeah. That's it. We do the we same. We are thing. the aliens, yeah. aren't we? To them, yeah. <laughs> We're abducting them from the habitat, oh, gassing yeah. them, and then fucking dissecting them. Yeah, except we're not even returning them with a sore arse. No. <laughs> there is only so much we learn from anal probing them. <laughs> I'm sure you've done a lot of research. <laughs> no, I'm like, I don't, I've never addressed as an alien, abducted people and anally probed them, then returned them after performing hypnosis I mean, on them. Should try to blast. <laughs> <laughs> You never lived. That's <laughs> <Sorry>, I do. <laughs> Robert Louis Stevenson wrote his novel Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde after it came to him 
in a cocaine-induced nightmare in Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of cocaine-induced nightmare. <laughs> the one that happens in Bournemouth. Probably thought, what the fuck am I doing in Bournemouth? <laughs> How strong was the cocaine? Mm. I mean, I've never taken cocaine, but mind you, it would have been like fucking very... I bet it wasn't even a powder back then. It was probably a fucking liquid. Mm. Well, he's inhaled it somehow, but it wasn't even snorted. I don't know, whenever I think of cocaine, I just think of Daniela Westbrook's like four <laughs> Whatever happened to her? Is she dead now? Can't remember. <laughs> she's still alive. But ah. she's, you know, you know, she had a septum still... redone, didn't she? Right, just you can't see it really, can you? <laughs> no, it's just a hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive though, isn't it? Doing that much coke in a short time because she wasn't that old when she had that no. when her septum fell out. So yeah. she did a lot of coke. Mm. So when George Best wrecked that new liver in five years, you're like, <laughs> that's really tragic, but still kind of impressive. Mm. Eleven of the twelve men. This 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 fact just doesn't surprise me. To have walked on the moon were in the Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts America, Mike. Producing America's elite yeah. since whenever. And about half of them were sodomised. Tip, tip, tip. Well, Mike, no greatness ever existed without sodomy. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Jimmy and Clary. <laughs> Jimmy Savile. <laughs> I've no idea. Right? <laughs> The leaders, of, the leaders of Sparta, <laughs> I'd imagine, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Sticking with the Greek theme, you know. They were notorious uh, homosexuals as much as the rest of Athens and everyone else was. Sorry, I've been on an ancient Greece kick recently. This this Atlantis yeah. thing's really kind of uh, brought out the history nerd in me. <laughs> Tying it back to sort of myths and legends. Until they were discovered in Australia, a black swan was used to describe something that couldn't possibly exist. Wow. Bit of a black swan, that, innit? Yeah? Mm. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, Dave. Black swan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put one back. Oh. That was a, a show, Black Swan, wasn't it? It was a movie, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a good. Mm. It's a bit of ballet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't do ballet. Unsurprisingly, I don't yeah, do that. Yeah, but I love that whiplash, and that's about jazz, and I, I, I hate jazz I as well. I despise jazz. But it's a good film, mm -hmm. you know. It's got the good Any story, given Sunday, yeah. I, I, I despise American football. Mm -hmm. I've no interest in it whatsoever. Brilliant movie. Mm -hmm. The Longest Yard, I despise American football. I love that movie. There you go. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, American football always looks better in the movies. I suppose it's the same with that ballet. You know, you've got to make ballet look really good, haven't you, to get people's attention. Everything looks better in the movies, that's the whole point, isn't it? It's escapism. Unless, unless you're in a horror movie. Unless you're in a horror movie, a dystopian... Nightmare. Like, we are, like we're living in now. <laughs> I've noticed a very sort of uh, depressive streak about you this week, Mike. <laughs> this week? <laughs> you usually hide it better. <laughs> uh, world's going to shit. <laughs> but also we're broadcasting... We will broadcast through the apocalypse. Yeah. So, is that the end of the show? Awesome. Do follow us on Facebook, please. Cut into the bullet in the post through the apocalypse. I will insert my seamless plug here. Also, Devil's Advocate, which is on the same feed. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't join the favourite. Don't join a cult. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the horse be with you. 
And I've been Claire, and don't forget your toe, your toe, your toe, 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 to